Hello and welcome to Lamp Chats. I'm joined with a phenomenal, talented musician, producer and singer-songwriter. With our new enchanting single, Not Even Bliss, released on the 24th of April and is out now on popular music streaming services. With a new album coming later on in the year, I'm delighted to have Varushka as our guest on Lamb Chats. Hello. How are you? You okay? (laughs) I'm all right, yeah. How are you? I'm so happy that you're on and I can't wait to get to to, to speak to you and and make sure that the listener hears everything about you, if that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Just it's just kind of muddled in in some in terms of my where we where did we meet? I'm just trying to think. Um Mm. do you know where we met? It was maybe at a gig, wasn't it? Your sister's gig, maybe. It was, it was. Because I know your sister, don't I? Do you know my sister? (laughs) You you are. Yes, you do know my sister very well. 2009, to be precise. Oh my goodness, no way. It has been, it's been, that was about 11 years. So 11 years, um, yeah, we met at my sister's gig. I'm an absolute fan of your music. Where did it all start? Oh, thank you. Um... It started with the fact that I was brought up with in a musical household, I think. Um, and for most of my life growing up, it was just me and my mum. Her dad was a violinist in Zagreb in Croatia, where she was born. And before that as well. She was just really into music. She's a guitarist herself. She used to sing as well. So we just always had music playing in the house. And I just knew from a really young age that I just wanted to be in music and that I wanted to sing. So I think I said I want to be a singer from like the age of five. Okay. So, yeah, I think that that's where it all started, I guess, from being born. <laughs> from being born at a young age. You, did you just take inspiration from, like, obviously your gifted musical family and then just progress that and kind of hone that into what you're doing now? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I, it's weird, isn't it, when you, like, you don't necessarily, like, analyse it in that way. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, I was very encouraged to be musical, to sing all the time. My mum would play the guitar and I'd sing. We'd listen to old jazz records and loads of Stevie Wonder and I'd just sing along. I was absolutely in love with Ella Fitzgerald. I thought she was like the best oh, she's human amazing, being yeah. that ever been born. <laughs> she's an amazing artist, Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. She's fantastic, yeah. yeah. She's, um, she's amazing. So, yeah, I guess that just that's where it sort of sparked my my interest and my love, I guess, of it. And growing up, music was just such a massive feature. And I, I suppose it is for a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah. But I just knew that that was what I wanted to to do. And I, there's other things I might have done, but I just I just wanted to do music. And I guess I was encouraged to do that. My mum was very supportive of that. I wasn't like a, oh, you know, you can't do music. How will you pay your rent? Um, maybe <laughs> she should have told me that, but, <laughs> but um, she didn't. So I guess I always had the sort of support. That's really good that you've been supported to pursue what you want to do as your kind of vocation. That's really inspiring to know that's that's how it all kind of started. Yeah, I am, I'm lucky. I know I'm lucky in that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, you know, I'm just going to talk about, obviously, what's going on at the moment with lockdown. That old thing. <laughs> We've all kind of 
in this situation where the whole country is in lockdown still. And I just want to ask this, how has lockdown been treating you? It's been very up and down, which I guess is sort of what everyone's been saying, sort of like riding a roller coaster. Mm. Um, It's it's quite a big thing for us to go through altogether emotionally. It's been really up and down. Motivation-wise, it's been really up and down. Some days I've just not wanted to do anything and I actually have just done nothing. And that's quite weird for me because I'm sort of someone who always wants to be doing something or producing something or creating something. Yeah. So in a way, I've learned from this lockdown, you know, I've had to just not do anything some days and actually it sort of taught me that that's all right (laughs) which is something I will be taking with me out of lockdown it is hard and it's hard not playing live music with anyone it's hard not being able to see people like my family and my friends it's hard financially like a lot of musicians taking a massive hit um, with live gigs just gone so we're all thinking what the hell are we going to do compared to some people I'm still afloat I'm eating I'm paying my rent just about and it's a real mix of good, bad, ugly. <laughs> you put the nail on the head there. I think um, with, with the whole lockdown situation, it is actually dire for everyone. Yes, mm. I, I, we've all gone on this roller coaster and it's been terrible. I've been looking at a lot of social media, really. That's what I've been doing. To take time and, and to look at people's social media. I came across your post um, on, on Instagram and it was your lockdown song. I came across <laughs> it and I was just like, when you were playing, and I will <laughs> add this onto the Lump Chats uh, social page, you just encompassed this kind of feeling how I was feeling, just amazingly slouched and with this guitar, and, and, and you're just like, <laughs> and you're just, you're, just, you're just going on with this lovely waltz kind of song. Why did you make it? Because it just brought so much comfort towards me, and it was, it was really great. Thank you for saying that. I'm really glad that it, it brought comfort to you. Um, that, is, that is why I shared it, I think, thinking that it might, you know, bring comfort or make people laugh or... Uh, that they'll be able to relate to it in some way Mm. but the reason I I did it it was just one day I was just sat really annoyed yeah so like you know I was frustrated I was sort of sick already of lockdown by that time for myself um, in a sort of selfish way annoyed that I couldn't you know go and play music which I was desperate to do Um, but I think mainly just sort of really annoyed with our government at the time and really annoyed with the response from our government And I think that was the main sort of impetus behind why I wrote this song. It feels like that was such a long time ago. And I know it wasn't, but it just feels like we've had a whole lifetime happen in the last few months. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, But yeah. And and actually, since then, you know, our government, has it got any better? I don't think so. It's got a lot worse. I I would have to agree um, with you on that. Yes, I, I would agree. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I totally loved your little refrain in there. It was quite subversive. You got to the point where you had to put a swear word in there, but we all knew where where you were going with it, if if you know what I mean. And it was just like, (laughs) I was just like, yes, Marushka. I was like, this is great. This is great. That song connected with me and I thought it was was lovely. If lockdown didn't happen, were you planning to like go on tour, especially the fact that you've got obviously your new single and and with the album? Would you have toured that? Would, Would they have happened? Yeah, I mean... I have sort of regular gigs that I do which are just part of my income Mm. in bars and stuff so they would have all been happening and then yeah because with the release I was sort of starting to look at booking in a mini tour around that looking for funding for that and then planning to release an album later on and do a tour around that which obviously hasn't happened and I don't know when I'm going to release this album now that's all right you know it will happen eventually it's ready and it's finished and I'm so grateful it's finished (laughs) (laughs) 
I was planning to do my regular gigs and then hopefully do a couple of mini tours with my stuff. There was going to be a maybe tour with an artist I was going to work with later on in the year. Mm. But none of it's happened. So I really hope that when this whole <laughs> lockdown business like comes to a conclusion, I hope that things pan out and that you'll be able to kind of go on tour. I definitely would love to come to London and, you know, listen to your music and you know, watch your gigs. I think, you know, it's, yeah. And, you know, just to kind of support artists as well, I think it's, you know, it's definitely important. It's really important. Go, you know, that's what I'm saying to everyone at the moment. Just if you've got an artist that you like, that's sort of a smaller artist or an independent artist, just go and buy their music right now. But if you've got a bit of money, just go and buy their album. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I have seen, I... I was listening to concerts with um, John Legend and Chris Martin. The actual kind of concerts they were doing was a concert called Together at Home. And what they did, they had the artist would sing their back catalogue and then they would pass it on to another musician. It was a great way in which fans of music and, and fans of that particular artist could go and listen to their favourite artists from the comfort of their own home. It was a great exchange. I think it was lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually I've been I've been enjoying watching. I watched a lot of James Blake's home stuff actually. He's stunning. I love yeah. He's um, a fantastic artist. He did a producer Q and A, um, and I know that was oh, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, I, I, I would, I wanted to watch it, but I just thought I, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't watch it. I probably will have a look at it at some point. <laughs> one, one thing I would say though is that actually it's interesting that you mentioned that because amongst cool. kind of like smaller level artists, there's been a bit of a chat around. You know, should we do? online Instagram gigs for free and there's like a whole debate at the moment going on about that like sort of trying to raise your platform versus performing for free and kind of like devaluing our art form and obviously for people like John Legend it doesn't really matter but it's just an interesting conversation at the moment that I think is I've been sort of plugging into and sort of uh, not sure where I stand on it I guess it depends on what the world looks like in a, in a few months we'll see earlier when you were talking about where did it all start in terms of artists and making music at a young age but artist wise who would you say inspires you in terms of their musicianship or inspires you in general can I write you a text I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> if we could I know there's a long list but if there was say like if we can condense that list to three maybe who would you say inspires you what I would say is that in general the people I play with regularly inspire me. So that's kind of like just more of a general thing is that the musicians that I get to play with on a regular basis in different settings are constantly inspiring me to be better. And I'm really lucky. Some, you know, with some of the people I get to play with, I'm really, really, really lucky. But then in terms of like, you know, artists that people might know, I mean, I mentioned, you know, like listening to jazz when I was younger. I think, I think jazz and Stevie Wonder have been the biggest influences on me as a as a writer because they're sort of like the fundamentals. Um, and I say jazz, I know it's a massive term. I listen to a lot of the sort of, you know, jazz greats uh, and I still do. 
Stevie Wonder, like one of the greatest songwriters of all time, without me realizing, he taught me about songwriting, you know, just through listening to him pretty much every day, probably <laughs> at one point. More recently, I've listened to so many different artists, but um, James Blake has been a big one for me, actually. I remember when I first discovered him and it was before, just before we got massive. And I remember like, I just, I was looking over the internet, just trying to find more of him. And I remember just finding some of his stuff on this, this really obscure like download website before he was sort of you know before his album was out and everything and downloading a couple of songs just thinking oh my goodness what is this and who is this yeah um so he's been a big one and then you know i mean loads of people hi it's coyote emily king i'm really into her at the moment and anderson pack i've just discovered someone called malaya or malaya i don't know how to pronounce that but she's incredible uh-huh and you, you know just just so so many people um, but yeah, I will stop because I know that I could just I could just sit here listing no, people I mean, for about an hour. I, and I, <laughs> I like to probably talk to you about the same similar interests of music, and I think we'd we'd just forget that we're doing a podcast. But no, I think <laughs> like, there, there were so many names that you've said, and I've just been like, wow, Anderson Pack. He just dropped an amazing track. I think it was yesterday, the day before. Yes. The visuals, the video is just amazing. It's kind of like in response to Black Lives Matter at the moment, and it's just incredible the video is just beautiful i will definitely see if i can try and find that mm. as well but no, mm. the song that i heard the other day was called reaching too much oh, yeah. and it just comes in with this like audacious kind of displaced kind of drum feel and it's just like and i feel it oh my god it was just amazing and yes let's talk about your new single not even bliss when it dropped i was just like this is like the next installment and I was just like I get in my fix I was just like wow this is fantastic and then you did something that was quite I don't know it was just kind of like unexpected on your Instagram you did a loop version you'd sing into your machine it would then record that bit and it would then loop and then you did this lovely harmony and I was just like wow is there any more that you cannot do it was quite late and I was just like oh I just I just go on your page I don't know why I think I might have been on stories and then I just came onto this little bit where you were doing this loop and I was just like wow how did you do it and I was just like yeah how did you do it I think I played it maybe maybe a couple of times I don't know where oh, I'm going with that I'm just <laughs> I think we should just um play a little snippet of your your new single this is not even bliss Was it an EP or was it a mini album? Yeah, it was kind of like a, a mini album, I guess. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was very DIY. I mean, it, it's all DIY, but that was like really DIY. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's a great collection of songs. That mean obviously so much to you. And even with only this, it's just great. Every time I play it, there's only a few like artists that I actually listen to. And like if I'm in the car, if I'm walking about, or if I'm you know doing my day to day. But when you have to stop, and replay it you know that stroke of genius or it's a a stroke that really resonates with the person that is listening to it your music has done that to me and there's one particular song that i really like and i've gone a long way about i'm gonna say to you one of of my songs that i really am a massive massive fan of i'm gonna reveal that now it is let it come i just love it everything about it it just makes me feel happy content warm when you come in and and you start singing and I mean I'm a massive fan of the arpeggiator Mm -hmm. it's a real written well produced song it just feels like there's so many bits going on but it's really controlled it's very structured in terms of how it's written and how it's produced and it's just I don't know you've just like fused kind of for me a sense of chaos but with like a kind of uh, a good structure uh, of of musicianship (laughs) and you've just fused them together and that's it just goes together it's cohesive it's great and um Aww. i like that i like that description <laughs> well structured chaos it's constructed chaos i saw on youtube um i think what was what was the name of the studio you were in because i did see a video of, of you mm. doing that song and i was just like now i get to see like the talented musicians and, and your talent in a kind of studio form and i was just like wow i'm done i thought i'm done <laughs> <laughs> it was great um <laughs> <laughs> oh, well can I just say thank you so much for all of those words I think you've said too many nice things now no I think um, I... <laughs> thank you so much it's really nice to hear it really really is no I mean that's uh, okay it's called it's called Octagon it's in Brixton I used to live right around the corner from it until we had to move it's a great studio they've been really really kind to me um I would not have been able to I, I you know I, I don't I am really proud of what, what we've done and I'm I wouldn't have been able to do it without the support of that studio. Um, so yeah, check them out. I think they are going to reopen soon. So if you need a really good quality studio, Octagon London. On the back of that, they have got a Spotify and they've got all like the tracks that are on there. I know for a fact that your tracks are on there. Um, oh. The artists there. I, I know that for a fact. Um, I don't know if you were aware of that, but they have got like tracks of, of artists that they have recorded. And I know that you're saying Funny, I actually don't. I don't know about that. I should know about that. Oh, Sorry. follow that playlist. No, they're great. That session was really fun. Um, and like you said, those musicians are all just amazing. And um, one of my best friends, Alex, Alex Klein, he, we produced the album together recently mm-hmm. um and he was engineering that day as well so it was just it was a really good day i urge anyone that is listening to this episode to go on i mean i will put links on we're kind of cantering now towards uh, the end okay. but before we go i just want to ask you some um some quick fire questions these will come at you thick and fast if that's all right they'll be just like bam question answer question it'll be great um and uh, okay. i know i know but um some are very random and some are music related. Okay, so I'm just going to yes. ask you these questions. Okay. So, what's your favourite cereal? Cornflakes. <laughs> uh, cornflakes, <laughs> corn okay, okay. Yeah. Do you put sugar on the cornflakes or do you just have it with the milk? Definitely not. No, I just have it with milk. I don't really, I don't actually eat much cereal, I'm going to be honest, but when I do, cornflakes is definitely the best. Cornflakes is the one, okay. If you could write an iconic song that is out and is released, what would that be? 
Oh my goodness, that is a real horrible question. Um, I'm just going to pick one off the top of my head. I'm going to say All I Do by Stevie Wonder. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. There's just so many. But um, but I'm glad that he wrote it and not me. <laughs> 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 Who would you like to do a duet with? Same answer. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Okay, do you so know what? You... I, know I probably would have to say Steve Wonder, although I would be so nervous. I don't know, I think I'd actually be able to do it, but it would be amazing. I'll say Stevie Wonder. So he, he rings you up and he goes, Frushka, let's do a duet. <laughs> You'd just be like, okay. <laughs> but like, who paid you and who do I know that is so rich they can pay Stevie Wonder to call me up and do a joke like that? That's what I'd have to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. What's the first album you brought? Do you know what? I don't actually know. I don't remember. I know that the first album I had that was for me was just mine that someone bought me was uh, Dangerous by Michael Jackson. Oh, good album. Good album. Oh, incredible album. But um, I don't actually know what the first one I bought. It might have been Destiny's Child, Writings on the Wall, but I'm not sure. Sure. Was that, did that like say my name? Is that, that kind of? Was that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of early Destiny's Child. Yeah, very early Destiny's Child. Yeah, it was great. It's a great album. Do you know what? It stood the test of time, I think. I, I, might, I might, you know, I might be found. I might give it a listen. Why not? You know, give it a little go. You never know. You never know. You might love it. Yeah, because I, I think I think the first kind of little single I got, it was Tintin Out. Um, here's where the story ends. It's that little souvenir of a terrible year. Yeah, that was a, that was the first kind of like single maybe album that I, that I brought, and it was great. Wow. Okay. Yes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you like to do duet with, though? That's what we all want to know, really. Oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> See, it's hard, right? <laughs> oh, who would I do a duet mean with? Mean questions. Oh, that's, that's really mean. <laughs> I'm answering the questions. Um, okay, uh, it would have to be um, oh, a, oh, no, you've got me there. Who would I do a duet <laughs> with? Um, Don't worry. Do you know what? I'll give you some time. I'll invite you on my podcast, and I'll ask you it then. Gladys Knight. It's got to be Gladys Knight. I think I'd do it with Gladys Knight. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm a massive fan of the Super Bowl. Her rendition of the national anthem, I mean, she just absolutely just not patriotic at all, but probably one of the best, like, national anthems <laughs> you'll ever hear. She just absolutely nailed it. Gladys Knight, I'd say. Nice. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the first thing you'll be doing after lockdown? Oh, my goodness. Touching my family more. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm hugging everyone lots. I guess will be the first thing. So just just hugging family and just you know being with your family. Yeah, and then just being like, oh, I'm gonna go now and play some music with some people in real life. That'll be the next thing. Uh huh. Licking musicians. Sorry, that's a horrible thing to say, but. <laughs> 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 but no, I just I think I think that's the thing. It's like those are the two big things that I really really miss. It's just like seeing my family properly. Yeah. Um and. And playing music with other people. I, I've really been thinking about that recently, about what that feeling actually of like when you're playing with people that you love and, that, and they're really good and, and you're having, you know, I don't know, when it just feels really good. It's all about communication. It's like a, a conversation. It sounds so wanky, but it it, it is. <laughs> I totally get um, what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I just can't wait. I can't wait for that again. Fair play. Yeah, it's a great answer there. I think that's really good. Favourite song you've written? I'm really proud of, you know, the, the EP that you mentioned, Only This. I'm really proud of that. And um, I'm proud of all of it. There's just something for me about Only This, the actual, the song called Only This, that 
it's got a special place in my heart for some reason. I think it was this moment where me and Al in the studio, so Al who co-produced it with me, we, we had this moment where we just sort of stood back in the room and looked at each other and it was just a little moment of like, oh, like, yeah, this is, this is good. Um, and I'll just never forget that little moment. And so I just, I don't know, I've got a little thing about that song, I think. It's quite meditative when you come in with these, I'm not going to try and sing it. Um, <laughs> and you go, you go only, all right, oh, 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 I'll try and sing it. You go, <laughs> only, only, only. And you go, ha, 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 only. It just seems Lovely. quite. It just seems quite <laughs> kind of relaxing and meditative, and I just think it's yeah. That's yeah. I, that's that's really cool. Last question: favorite item of stationery. <laughs> Did you know that I love stationery? Is that why you're asking me this? Was it just your random question? Well, you know, I, I think kudos to Mira, as she's a great producer. I know she's probably tired of both of us just chatting, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> she is i think we'll definitely keep that in um she loves stationery got to give credit to mirror here this is definitely a mirror question that she put in favorite item of stationery i think i think my favorite item has got to be a bic pen a bic medium biro oh what color black always black forget blue never use blue I love big pens, and I think Mira knows that. There's two colours that I absolutely will write in. My two go-to colours with, with a big pen will be green, because it just reminds me of, like, the Harry Potter, for some reason, when McGonagall writes the kind of, dear Harry, okay. you've been accepted to kind of Hogwarts. Or okay. or, or a kind of um, a purple kind of um, colour uh, big pen. And those, oh. those are my two favourite kind of things but yeah it's interesting that you make quite it's quite witchy that isn't it purple and green yeah purple and green yeah very different <laughs> there's some forms that you won't be allowed to fill in though no exactly you know it says like please write in blue or black ink you'll be screwed if you've just got your little purple pen there what are you gonna do oh how, i don't know how i would be able to explain it i'll probably say yeah i, I it's my favorite color or <laughs> You'll just have to say, I'm really sorry, but is it okay if I do it in green? Because it's all I've got. <laughs> Be like, I'm, kinda, I'm, I'm actually colour blind. I can only, I can only see it in green. So, or, or, or purple. So, yeah. Oh, dear. Brilliant. Well, uh... <laughs> there you go. We sorted that out. You'll be I think, I think we've definitely, we've definitely sorted that out. Um, so... <laughs> So with that, I, I just want to just take this um, this time to say thank you so much, Varushka, for your time and coming on to Lamp Chats. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Before I let you go, um, I'm just going to tell the, the listeners where to find you on the social media and, and where they can listen to you as well. So please, 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 for, that sound like a, a Beatles track there. Please, please, um, <laughs> um, you could please um, listen to the wonderful, amazing Frushka on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And um, I'll give you those now. So on Facebook, it is Frushka Music. On Instagram, it is Frushka underscore official. On Twitter, it is Frushka underscore music. You can also listen to Frushka's uh, music on SoundCloud, Spotify, and to purchase on iTunes. And you can also listen to Varushka's recent EP, Only This, as well as Varushka's new single, Not Even Bliss, which is out now.